Hi, I'm Leo Messi, and I'm talking with an American accent. I just learned that eating a king-sized bag of M&Ms before a match isn't a good idea. So now I have to get rid of all the fun foods that I'm not allowed to eat anymore. That's why I'm welcoming you to Leo Messi's International House of Foods that will make you vomit if you eat them before a match. Here at L-M-I-H-O-F-T-W-Y-V-I-Y-E-T-B-A-M, we have loads of delicious foods that will make you puke like a busted fire hydrant if you eat them shortly before running around a lot. Stuff like donut spaghetti topped with hot fudge bolognese, candy salad, and cinnamon toast crunch casserole. And here at L-M-I-H-O-F-T-W-Y-V-I-Y-E-T-B-A-M, you can wash it all down with our endless Pepsi hose at no additional charge. So come on down to Leo Messi's International House of Foods that will make you vomit if you eat them before a match. It won't taste better the second time around, and that's the Leo Messi guarantee. <laughs> oh, he beat me to it. <laughs> he beat me to the punch. Welcome to the Dirty Tackle Podcast. I am Brooks Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net and HowlerMagazine.com. And I am here. And Yodeling.com. And Yodeling.com, too. It's a new edition. It's going to be huge. Bigger than Google. Watch out. I am here with Welcome. Ryan Bailey, Theo Messi. Ryan, how are you? What are you wearing? And uh, why are you imitating my welcomes? Uh, because it's funny and I know it annoys you slightly. Uh, yeah, why I'm are you being very so mean? Good, thank you. I've had a fun experience. Uh, earlier today, I went to uh, a school play in which my two children were starring. It was terrible. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Kids are nowhere near as good at play like as Beckham? adults are. It was shit. They, hard, some of them didn't even know their lines. Amateurs. Was it Golden Journey? It, what, yeah, what was the it show? It was uh, the three little pigs having their Kicking house blown down by wolves. That's got nothing wow. to do with soccer. Why did you bring that up? Uh, wolves exactly. uh, wolves a are a team who are going to get promoted to the Premier League this season. I think that's our tenuous <laughs> link. Thank you very much. And also, yeah. Sam Allardyce God. is a pig. Anyway, um, what I'm wearing today is my one. But he's not little. <laughs> he's not little in it by any means, no. Uh, and he, he does like to huff and puff, though, I understand. Um, well, that's Jack Wilshire, actually. He likes to huff and puff various things. <laughs> anyway, uh, what I'm wearing today, this is a lovely garment. I don't. There you go. You can see it now. My Wimbledon shirt, my new one. It's uh, a custom shirt made by Admiral, who are owned by Puma. More on them later. It's very yellow. It says, we are the resurrection around the crest. A yellow shirt. It's like the old Arsenal away shirt. Yellow with the blue trim on it. I like it very much. It's very nice. Yeah, thank you. Theo, how about you? How are you? What are you wearing? Uh, would you like to imitate my welcome? Uh, no, I'm all right. I'm starting to think it's like pretty mean, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> it's like um, Jose Mourinho on, on Luke Shaw. Yes. Yeah. Cruelty. Uh, I'm still a bit confused from Ryan's shirt. There's a lot of moving parts there, <laughs> a lot to unpack. I'm, I, I don't even know what I'm wearing as a result. I'm wearing something. I feel the clothes on me, but I'm not sure what they are. Wow. Have I thrown you off your funk with my amazing yellow shirt? It's something like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm doing great other than that. Other than that really confusing episode that just happened. Uh, <laughs> ready ready to talk about soccer into into a microphone with you guys. Well, good. Well, uh, meanwhile, I'm wearing kind of a confusing shirt as well. Uh, it's an Umbro shirt that says... Oh, I remember that one. Don't let the bastards send us down. It's a play on the old World War II rallying cry, don't let the bastards grind you down. And uh, it's from a line of t-shirts that Umbro did a, uh, years ago where they brought in guest uh, designers to do a different shirt every month. and The Umbro they... tea shop. Yeah, the Umbro tea shop. Yeah, it was very cool. Back in the day. So this is one of those. And Vintage. that's my story. 
That's where I get my tea from. The Umbro Tea Shop. Yeah, it's very delicious. The green, try yeah. the green. It's very good. Yeah, they're great. Moving on. Uh, the DC. Uh, well, actually, Brooks, uh, it's nice that that shirt with that slogan on it is in Southampton and Stoke. It is, colors. yeah. Very it's a red and white. It's uh, very fitting, so it's uh, it's very timely. Yeah. But the DT, speaking of getting relegated, the DT Fantasy League. Sweet, sweet fantasy, Brooksy. Theo Messi still fully relegated, uh, still off the board. And might I say, I left Ryan, under my Bailey, Ryan Bailey getting dangerously close to relegation as well. This was yeah. not a good week for Ryan Bailey. GTFO. Uh, match week 31, uh, I beat out Bobo by one point. I had 86 points, he had 85. Ryan with a measly 63. Theo Messi with... Not even on the board. He's in the second division of the DC Fantasy League. (laughs) Yeah. But number one overall, once again, might I say, another strong showing from Martin Keown's vocabulary. 199.25 points. (laughs) Good man. Yeah, I like that. Uh, They've been up there a lot in that top spot, so they're doing well. Can I explain myself, by the way? Two reasons why I may have not done so well this week. There There were only four Premier League games. And that combined with the fact that I never remember to set my team has probably been my downfall. Yeah, I'd like to make two excuses as well. Number one, I, I don't care about this league at all. And number two, uh, <laughs> Alexander Lacazette for life. Well, here's a little tip for both of you because I didn't set my lineup this week either. Both valid. But I had Mo Salah in my lineup, and he got 63 points all by himself. So as long as you have Mo Salah, you're golden. I could have had 63 points versus Watford. <laughs> In, I uh, I won my matchup in my other fantasy league because I had Roberto Firmino and he was just standing vaguely near Salah. That's why he got so many points. It's well, a good strategy. It rubbed off. This day and age. Taga yeah. app, DT League in the Perfect 11 section. Uh, Mo Salah, you're good to go. Do it. Isn't isn't Taga, like, what was that super long email you sent us, though? Are they relegating themselves to uh, no yeah, longer Taga being a might be relegated themselves, so uh, stay tuned mm. for that. All right, but, good stuff. Dirty Tackles of the Week. Uh <laughs> Ryan, let's start with you. What do you got? All right. So, uh, as I mentioned, I'm wearing uh, Wimbledon, my team. Uh, uh, their kits are made by Puma at the moment. I'm wearing a, a, one of their shirts uh, right now. Here we go again. Uh, but they've, they're have they getting <laughs> DT'd this week because I got a, I got a press release in my inbox uh, earlier this week from Puma revealing the away World Cup bit kits for many teams, among them Senegal, Uruguay, Serbia, Switzerland, uh, Italy. Uh, I think I see Poland there. There's Don't think Italy's going to the World Cup, my guy, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, well, World Cup era shirts. Switzerland, uh, okay. I think Cameroon's in there. Yeah, there's a few. There's yeah. lots of them, but the point is... They're all fucking identical. <laughs> Not only, I mean, we're used to having like Nike and Adidas and all these other people have like a template shirt, which they do for all the teams. But these are not only a template shirt. They're There's all the same color. They're all white. Every single one of them has a white shirt. I don't know we've complained about MLS having all their away kits yeah, being white the this new season. Wave. But Puma have just decided, yeah, let's just do that. Let's not even bother. I don't want to put color on it. Color's too expensive. We'll just keep it white. And it's just, it's... I, I, when I saw the picture in the press release, I thought this must be like a joke. This must be like a little promotion or something they're doing. But no, this is genuinely all the kits, which are all going to look identical. <laughs> well, if you haven't seen them yet, I tweeted the the group shot of them all at, at BrooksDT on Twitter. So it, they are literally all white shirts with just different colored collars. That's 
the only difference. Yeah. And as I tweeted, I, I'm convinced that the designer just forgot that these designs were due until the night before. It was like, oh, shit, I got to do something. So we tried to play off a bunch of white T-shirts as the new uh, away kit range and just had time to do the collars. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It looks so stupid. White is the new black. It's also the, the new boring. Uh, it's just, it is completely boring. And I mean, the point of having an away kit is to have like a daring, fancy color that will never clash with your opponent. And if everyone's got the same away kit, it kind of makes negates having an away kit in a, well, it doesn't actually because the other team, but it, it eliminates you know, the identity. You can't it's tell bit... the away team apart from other right. away teams in different matches. Right. Yeah. I think it's bullshit, and uh, I think a uh, million pound, million dollar fine for Puma. What do we think? Million, two million, death sentence? That's usually what, what, like, bureau of the government is fining Puma for making all white kits? Like, where does this jurisdiction uh, even come from? Us, I think it's us kit, which is the United States kit in fine, give Alrighty them fine department. Yeah, it's that one. It's that one. Theo? In your, anyway, in your, I think I'm Ryan's right shirt confused him. It, it scrambled his brain as well as mine. And, right. yeah, the effects are uh, still you, Theo, heavy. You are uh, the resident kit uh, expert, Theo. I should have probably handed this to you, but you, you're with me on this, right? I am with you, yeah. Uh, yeah. Death to all white kids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> now, Adidas just released a whole bunch of away kits, too. Have you guys seen those? Those oh, are yeah. actually they did. Nice. Those are nicer. They're not white. That's the correct way to do away kits. The Germany one is that lovely sort of uh, Italia ninety. Belgium's got a nice uh, one, mint green color. Spain's one, which I think Brooks has got seven <laughs> or eight of them uh, tucked away somewhere. That's very nice. Uh, even the the Argentina one's got these little uh, diagonal stripes down the side of it. It's black. Very smart indeed. Mm. Colombia is blue with orange trim. Very sexy. And the they're Mexico all kind is really nice too. But once again, it's it's white. But yeah, with that's the red right. and, uh, green stripes, but it looks really cool. Yeah, Belgium looks really nice too. Japan has got a nice thing going on. As I say, it's templated, but they've got different sort of designs going on within the template. So Adidas, uh, correct. Uh, brother of Adidas, Puma, incorrect. You lose. <clears throat> that's Ryan Bailey, creative director I think of Japan Puma. might have the nicest badge on the international stage today. Yeah, Agreed. I like that badge a lot. With Straight up. What kind of bird is you. that? A, I'm in the boat with uh, you. I don't know what kind of bird it is. But it's a bird and it looks cool. That's all that matters. Someone should know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the famous Japan, Japan bird. bird of Japan. The Japan bird of Japan. <laughs> all right, so Puma, you're done. Theo, who's next? Uh, this dude, Jim Beglin, is done. Um, he's a <laughs> dipshit writer for some websites abroad. Uh, he's like a commentator and such. I don't know. I've never heard him, but my English friends tell me that he's, or he was somewhat well-respected. Ryan, do you know this guy, Jim yep. Beglin? Is he respected? That's what uh, I'm he's a step above, like, do on you the respect Duncan him? Castles to, like, uh, <laughs> Henry Winter. I don't know, someone who is respected scale. He's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, too, too respected in my mind, because... He was watching this uh, Liverpool-Watford game as well, and he must have had Mo Salah <laughs> in his fantasy team because he was over the moon with his performance. He says, I've had the privilege of watching Messi on many an occasion, and Salah is now falling into the same bracket. Hashtag L-I-V-W-A-T, Liverpool-Watford. First off, if you're going to put that hashtag after that tweet, you're clearly <laughs> overstepping your bounds. You cannot take 
a Mo Salah performance against Watford and use that to elevate him to the greatest player of all time status. I'm going I'm going after this guy because you can't insult my namesake like this. Leo Messi, my blood cousin, is the greatest footballer of all time. Mo Salah has had one amazing now, season. I've heard even you besmirched the name of Leo Messi a number of times. You called him swagless on numerous occasions. Yeah. And that should show how much this means. Insulted to me his taste in dogs. I'm not even times. the I'm not even the biggest Messi fan. I mean, I'm a fan of the, the Messi, Messi family, dog. obviously, the Messi family but not dog. my blood cousin Leo, the Messi family dog as well. Uh, but this is just an outrageous claim. Like, I just if if Mo Salah does this for the next five years running against teams that are twice as good as Watford and he wins some trophies, maybe, but probably not. We probably still can't even have that talk. So, but he's not the only one saying this. Though. I've seen out. a number of people Blind. in recent weeks. All right. They're all idiots. I'm going I, after all of them. I this think, is just uh, the scapegoat. Sorry, Leo Jim. Hasn't seen, but Bob and Jamal <laughs> can go too. hasn't seen my uh, Yahoo video this week entitled, Yes, Mo Salah <laughs> is playing at Leo Messi's level right now. Because I completely agree that he is. Okay, so debate this topic. <laughs> playing at his level for a weekend is not the same no, as I, being I said, on right, his the, level. the key words are right now. Right now, you look at that Watford game, and that's the way that Messi behaves against all those shitbox La Liga teams they beat 6-0. Uh, the, the, you know, the style of goals he's scoring, where he's like curling it round four people from an impossible angle. You know, the, the, his, his numbers are matching up to Leo Messi. He's going to beat him to the European Golden Shoe at this rate. I, I, I like it. I don't, I, I'm not going uh, to... I, I do not wish to be tackled <laughs> in a dirty manner for Again. this. <laughs> no, and I'm not dirty tackling you. I'm dirty tackling Jim. the same Jim opinion that I have. And his... <laughs> No, 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 because I, like, I feel like Jim's is a bit stronger. I feel like Jim is saying that th- he's as good a player okay. as Leo Messi. Is that what yeah, you're I'm saying? I'm saying right now. Are I'm you also, saying I'm he's... saying obviously he can't compete with Messi in terms of his achievements in the game, but like right now, in this very minute, well, Mo Salah is so well, I can hot say right that I'm now. I'm vomiting right is, now at a Leo uh, Messi level. It doesn't mean I vomit like him all the time. No. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. That's a whole other uh, concept. Exactly. Are you, are you okay? Those Puma kits really <laughs> upset my stomach. I mean, I just think... <laughs> Every time Leo touches the All pitch, right. we get well, you know the stream of emotional tweets of people like, we're so lucky to be able to watch Leo Messi on a week-by-week basis. Like, what is football going to be like when it's done? And then you got idiots like Jim stepping up, saying some random oh, guy that plays for Liverpool is just as good. Say, well, why don't we have an adjudication here? Liverpool. Yeah. The only knock on Messi as the greatest player ever is that he will not have won an international trophy. Mo Salah will no. never even get what? close to an international trophy, I let alone the nations. club trophies Messi has. If, if he hasn't won that already, I think... He definitely can win that. Um, no, AP, AP, AP. Move that down to I South want to hear America AP's opinion. The, to the big yeah. Liverpool fan in the room. What do you got? Uh, Lionel Messi is the it, Argentinian Mohamed Salah. Just want to let you guys know. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> they wish. That actually makes more sense than Jim's tweet. So good for you. Oh, that's settled then. Okay, so. Uh, Dirty tackle for uh, for Ryan. I think that's that's the uh, consensus there. Ouch! Yeah, he wasn't in he the initial some... group, but like the way he's been, he, he caught a acting stud, yeah. the past couple of minutes. <laughs> he's in there now. Yeah, you weren't about to get it, but now you're gonna get it. My knee still hurts from that and genuine give dirty tackle I had last week. By the way, now I've got another one. Yeah, did you go to your sister's birthday party like Neymar this week or something? Yeah, in the nightclub. Yeah, I loved it. All right, so my dirty tackle is for the United States World Cup bid. Now, I know this is a joint bid with Canada and Mexico, 
but I'm specifically targeting, targeting the U.S. portion of this bid because it is the largest portion, and it's the one that makes the least amount of sense. So as you may or may not remember, uh, in the very recent past, the U.S. arrested a whole bunch of FIFA executives. They kicked them out of their hotel. They rousted them out, arrested them. They forced Seb Blatter into hiding, and uh, they... They made a dent. The U.S. Justice Department made a big dent in FIFA's leadership. A short time later, they said, hey, you know that event that gives FIFA all their power, this organization that we are trying to destroy? Uh, let's host that. Let's, let's try and host that event and, uh, and feed into their power structure. This makes no sense to me at all. First of all, why would they want to do that? Why would the U.S. want to do that? Secondly, why would they ever think that FIFA would forgive <laughs> their just you know essentially attempt to destroy their organization and uh award the tournament to them and three and, th- and three uh as a number of of cities in the u.s and canada have have already bowed out of this bid before it became official uh this is an awful proposition uh, being a host nation for the world cup is an awful proposition fifa takes so many liberties with with uh with their requirements for being a host nation, that it it's not worth it for the for the cities, uh, it's, it, they they lose money on it. So I think Chicago backed out, and I think Vancouver backed out, and maybe one or two others. But um, it's just dumb. Any way you look at it, it's dumb. And yeah, it's it's fun to host a big event and and you know go America and all that. But it just doesn't make any sense to me. I think it's stupid. This is uh, this is quite similar to Amazon's second headquarters. It is. Like every city in America was like, "Oh, please, please, we want it, we want it so bad." And then when they thought about it, it was like, uh, "Yeah, you're going to take the piss, and we're going to give yeah. you a load of taxpayers' money. Let's yeah. not do that." Actually, you won't pay it's any taxes, and uh, we'll give you whatever you want, and it really does nothing for the local economy at all. It's it, yeah. I think the, the biggest. I think the biggest point you make there, Brooks, is the hypocrisy of trying to host an event. Uh, it <laughs> makes no, it's like no one remembers <laughs> that. It makes no sense to me at all. Yeah. And it's not as if they're completely clean. Well, they have cleaned a lot of their act up, but they've not. They, they still really have all have the it, requirements when they host a tournament, and nah. not much has changed. It's like they've like they've like you know popped a bunch of pimples <laughs> and then had them regrow yeah. on their face. Like they haven't Great cleaned out. Magic. They haven't cleaned out <laughs> shit. They've just got different people there. Also, does Russia get an automatic bid if we host the World Cup? Uh, well, it's kind of a joint a joint it, uh, yeah. bid in you know uh, uh, in spirit. They're like the shadow force. Uh, yeah. They ultimately the make the decision over whether the U.S. bids or not. Yes. Okay, got it. But I mean, at, but we're not no. supposed to know that. At the same time, FBI man, uh, I didn't at just the say. At the same that. time, I do me. think it'd be cool to have it in Morocco, somewhere new that also hasn't hosted a World Cup yet. Uh, but at the Agreed. same time, I, I think that a, a lot of my same points apply to Morocco. I don't want to see them waste all this money on on the World Cup and. And uh, yeah, they're like worse off. Okay, uh, that's one perspective. I don't they, think we can't can handle either. it. That's like my we point. can't. Our immune system for this fuckery <laughs> is very high. It's it's just crazy. Uh, it's, it makes no sense to me. World Cup in Morocco, hosted by French Montana. Huh? <laughs> no, uh, Pitbull will host it like he hosts every major sporting event. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Why can't Pit- Pitbull just officially Shakira be named the president uh, of FIFA? They call him songs. Mr. Worldwide for a reason. Morocco is in the world, so it's under Pitbull's <laughs> jurisdiction. Thank you very much. Mr. President. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Okay, so those are our Dirty Tackles of the Week. Puma, U.S. World Cup bid, uh, Mo Salah, uh, 
No, not Mo. It's nothing Mo's done. It's you, you besmirched Mo Salah's name in there too. No, yes, you did. maybe you maybe him, I did just because you called him and I quote it was a crutch. I used guy a crutch. From Liverpool. Yes, I will be mature <laughs> in retrospect. I threw some shade his way, but only to make a point. And that point is that Jim, whatever his name is, is a fucking moron. <laughs> and so is Ryan. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we knew that though. And now a word from our sponsor, which is us. Hello. This is <laughs> this is us. No, not this is us. Just us. This is us. That show's over, bro. <laughs> Season yeah. three coming later this year. No way, they all died. <laughs> they all they all drowned <laughs> in a crock pot and died. And the show got canceled. Season three is called "This Was Us." It's not us anymore. Hey, it's a show about ghosties. Ryan, what's your favorite podcast? Uh, Dirty Tackle. Why? Uh, because it's listener supported and. Our listeners are wonderful, especially the ones who go to patreon.com slash Yes, Yeah, that would be it. That would yeah, there sense. we go. I got the URL correctly. Basically, guys, uh, we, we love you very much. It is not free to produce this wonderful content in which we talk about Sergio Ramos shitting himself on a, on a irregular basis. Uh, so if you, if you want more Ramos shit talk, basically, we need your help to keep us alive. Patreon.com slash Dirty Tackle. Uh, if you donate at the $10 level, I believe you get the t-shirts, man. The awesome Dirty Tackle Limited Edition t-shirts. They're wonderful. Trippy. Uh, and I think if you donate at the $50 level, you get to have uh, Theo come and do a little dance in your house for you. What kind of dance Yo. is it now? It's to, it's to Piamia, right? Why are you cutting no. my race in half? No Piamia. No? If it's going to be Piamia, I'm charging double. That's hundred. Okay, that's a hundred dollar level. Uh, Two hundred dollar level. Brooks does the same, but uh, only in white fronts. Is that right? <laughs> well, if you donate enough money, we can replace Ryan and Theo and never hear about Piamia again. So that's the incentive. Just keep giving money, and we can have a Piamia free zone. Or on the flip side, if you donate enough money, we can get Brooks out of here and make Piamia the third host <laughs> on this show. <laughs> Think about it. Options. Life is full of options. It's a menu. Hit up patreon.com slash dirty tackle. Check out the menu. Make a selection. Give us some money. It's that easy. We'll also have some new rewards coming soon for, for supporters, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, we'll make some announcements soon. But um, they will all go to existing uh, supporters as well, so don't feel like you have to wait for those. They will be coming your way. Yep, and uh, once again, we love you. Thank you very much for all your support so far. And if you can, if you haven't already, do leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help people find us. Uh, we're only about uh, we're about one hundred thousand uh, reviews away from our one hundred thousandth review. So if you could uh, help us get to that level, that would be fantastic. That's huge. Also, like you probably don't have many friends because you listen to this, but like tell tell the few friends you have that this is going on. Don't don't be selfish. Yeah, share the wealth. If every listener tells one friend we'll have one listener 10 listeners <laughs> all right time once again for some throw-ins ryan what are you throwing uh, I'm uh, I'm someone who likes to dilly dally dilly dally in the stock market occasionally i'm gonna sell all my stock in vodafone because they're about to go bust Uh-oh. 
What's wrong with Vodafone? Uh, so Vodafone in Egypt have announced that every time Mo Salah, some random guy in Liverpool, as he's here by <laughs> known, every time he scores from now until the end of the season, all Vodafone Egypt customers get 11 free minutes to their tariffs. And that's 11 free minutes because A, he wears number 11, and B, he's 11 times better than Leo Messi. <laughs> said it! There, I said it! Well, according to Theo, that wouldn't cost them anything because Mo Salah is crap and he's not going to score as many goals as... I never said he's crap. (laughs) Every single one of their customers is getting unlimited minutes from now on in until the end of the season, so they're going to go bust. Yeah, I mean, uh, this past week, that's almost uh, three-quarters of an hour of of free minutes uh, after that Watford match, so that's that's a pretty good uh, amount of call time. Yeah, that's like one sizable... Uh, long distance phone call with your grandma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if um... it is. it's a really long yeah. call to a sex line? <laughs> what do you know about that? Yeah. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> it's, this is kind of like if uh, if T Mobile gave away three minutes every time Jose Mourinho said something utterly stupid. <laughs> every time they'd go. Every they'd time go Jose insults one of his own players, you get. 18 free minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Every time Jose makes oh. Luke Shaw cry, half hour free. Yeah. 300 minutes free. One minute for every million that he's wasted, baby. <laughs> Theo, any perspective on this? What would be, if, if you were a phone company, what would be your, your deal you would offer? Your incentive? Uh... No incentives, incentiveless <laughs> plans. Going against the wave. Think about it. Every phone company, Sprint, T-Mobile, Vodafone, they're throwing incentives at you at 100 miles an hour. You get one line. You get four free lines. You get some random guy from Liverpool to sign you an autograph. I'm going the opposite way. You pay what you owe, and we move on. I don't know. I don't. I don't think the incentive live incentive list approach works because every Man United player is currently under that approach and it doesn't work for them. <laughs> yeah. so. uh, shout out to Fernando Torres, by the way. Uh, it's his birthday. Now, that's a real player that Liverpool used to have. It's his birthday as we record um, this, but as you listen to this, it will not be his this. birthday anymore. I can, I can guarantee you No, birthdays that. only well, last for one day. But um, everyone has one every single year, so it's kind of valid for most mm-hmm. of the Sure, if you wait long enough to listen to this, it could be his birthday again. It's his birthday yeah. year, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, How old is he? I don't know, but remember that time he used to look like Britney Spears when he played for Liverpool? That was funny. <laughs> he was adorable. He, yeah. was, he was a good random guy for Liverpool for a while. Then he, was, then he became yeah. a true random guy for Chelsea. So this is my point. <laughs> Let's all just fucking slow the roll when Mo Salah is playing for QPR next year and scoring 10 goals a season. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to highlight these tweets that I'm seeing right now. So watch out. All right. Let's move on to uh, the next throw in here. I want to throw on to someone who got mentioned earlier in the show, Duncan Castles, the journalist who is kind of... Uh, name. True name. Yeah. And he I don't know how many castles he owns, but he obviously has at least two because it's plural in his surname. <laughs> um, so he, he uh, he's a journalist who it's no secret that he's quite close to the Jose Mourinho camp. He, he is Jose Mourinho. This is basically Jose Mourinho's uh, Twitter alt... He he assumed this personality to promote himself and defend himself, and yeah, it's true. Yeah. He's a genuine, real person. I used to work with him quite. A Are lot, you serious? By the way, what was he like? In, so there goes. What was he like in real life? That theory. He's actually very nice. He's very Scottish. He? He's very nice. Don't let the Scottish. <laughs> what does he talk uh, like? 
he kind of talks like this. He's got quite a high little pitch voice like this. He's like, Josie Mourinho's fucking amazing, isn't he? <laughs> Why does he love Jose so much? Uh, I love Jose. I, you yeah, love well, Jose. Yeah, but he's on another level. Uh, Brooks, he gets paid. to answer your question, I have absolutely no idea why Duncan Castles would like Jose Marino so much. Someone pays him to do so. Someone pays me to do so. I've got no idea. I just don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's um, let's move on to this. Uh, There's a story which uh, Duncan has published in the... What is the name of the paper? It's like the Arab News website. The Arab News website, which is where Duncan Castles <laughs> is getting published these days. He's moving up in the world. Um, he's published a little defense of Jose Mourinho in which he basically Shocking. takes... He takes a Stop comp- the press. I know, but the, 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 manner, the manner in which he does it is brilliant. He takes a shit on Guardiola, on Pochettino, on the manager and Jurgen Klopp, on the, player, <laughs> on the managers who are doing positive things, who have attacking, exciting football, and he's sort of defending the, the Mourinho method, arguing that, oh, if, if Guardiola wins the league this season... Which he will, Duncan. Um, he's only going to match the amount of trophies that Jose Mourinho has. Big whoop is basically his first point. His second point is, you know, you might... Uh, he, I'll, I'll really quote from it. How, you might ask how many Champions Leagues the Guardiola method has actually won. You, you might not ask that. It's two. We <laughs> yeah. all know that. Catalan himself. I can count to two. <laughs> but he's, he's won zero since separating himself from the uniquely talented group of La Masia graduates he led at Barcelona. Okay. He might not win the Champions League this year with the most expensive squad assembled in the history of the game. He might not. Other clubs adopting, and he's put in air quotes, proactive tactical approaches in the Premier League. Zero trophies so far for Jurgen Klopp. Zero trophies so far for Maurizio Pochettino. Does he mean on the year? Like they haven't won a trophy this year? Jurgen Klopp and Pochettino and Klopp haven't won trophies. In the Bundesliga Klopp did. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah, in, in the in Premier League was okay. his point. Yeah. His point being here that, you know, if you play this gung-ho, exciting, high-pressing football, it's better just to be dead boring and, you know, lose <laughs> the occasional game. <laughs> That's kind of the, the moral of this story. Uh, Mourinho, what's Mourinho been doing at Manchester United, Castles asked? He's tailored his approach to the opponent and the circumstances of the match. Different tactics, different systems, different Same methods for different result. games. Uh, I think the other managers do that too, Duncan. <laughs> I think that they tailor their approach to different opponents as well. He thinks they just they draw a big arrow on the whiteboard that just says go as fast <laughs> as you When the can. whistle blows, the run really starts. fast and kick the ball in the net. That's what you do, <laughs> well, lads. That, now get out To be there. fair, that is the Harry Redknapp method. Yeah, yeah. Run around yeah. a bit. Yeah. I don't think he's putting Harry Redknapp in the Guardiola flop pantheon, though. And we'll win. But this is uh, this is kind of the Sarah Huckabee Sanders of uh, of the football world, just having to defend the Mourinho uh, approach right now. It's, it's admirable in a way. If the check's good, the check's good. I think yeah. Jose must write these articles himself, and Duncan just puts his name on it. I think there'd be more stand-up routine in there. True. Yeah, there. there'd be a little more comedy. Yeah. Arson, Wenger. We should do a. Uh, <laughs> A Mourinho Duncan Castle's ghostwriting session uh, recording <laughs> yeah. for the next cold open. <laughs> oh, wow. Featuring the ghost from This Was Us. This used to be <laughs> yeah. us. And the crockpot, too. <laughs> but yeah, uh, does, does any other manager times? have like a, uh, a press mole like this who just sings their praises no matter what? I can't really think of any off the top of my head. Uh, I mean, Bruce Arena, well, MLSsoccer.com. Okay, yeah, there's there's a good one. Uh, but uh, to be fair, like uh, Pardue, <laughs> Pardue, Pardue Allardyce, and uh, 
and Tony Pulis, and they have the entire English press corps uh, in their pocket. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, in, in Italy, where the clubs own the media channels, I'm sure there's a bit of that going yeah. on as well. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure Milan got some favorable yeah. press from, uh, from media set somehow. Probably. <laughs> but But within the English press, Pep really is an outsider. I feel like he gets very little support uh, at a personal level. They don't quite like the taste of him, yeah. do they? A little, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. The British hate a winner. We like a downtrodden. <laughs> but I feel like Jose, when he first came to England, he had support. They enjoyed his act. I feel like they just don't like Pep's style as much. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's an accurate assessment. No, which I think it's more that we just don't like winning. We hate winning. But that's Jose why we won immediately for too, Brexit when he came to England. Right, but he brought some some level of excitement that I feel like the Premier League hadn't seen in terms of uh, the histrionics. Whereas Guardiola's uh, biggest impact is is on the tablet. Um, when when Jose turned up, we were like, "Good lord, this foreign yeah, man this is winning is hilarious. loads of games!" <laughs> <laughs> it's and now uh, now when Guardiola showed up, we've seen it all before, haven't we? Yeah, and it's just a guy like kicking your teeth, and he's not doing any like the. And weird plus, stuff. he doesn't. Guardiola doesn't ham it up for the press like Jose does. Like right. Jose gives exactly. him something to work mm-hmm. with, whereas Pep. Uh, not so he much. Does he does the opposite. Yeah, he retreats yeah. into himself. He's like, that's one of the dumbest questions I've ever yeah. heard. Try again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about we move on to the final throw-in. Uh, it's a man, once again, we brought up earlier in the show, Neymar Junior. Neymar Junior. Who is... Uh, Who's injured at the moment? He's wearing the old uh, the old boot on his right leg at the moment on his right foot. Who I is he say. insulted this now, week, Brian? Yeah, he's out of the wheelchair. Two weeks in a row in which we've we've uh, poured scorn on Neymar, but he he deserves it. Uh, he's been this week in a Sao pa- He's back in Brazil, where PSG's owners have actually had to fly to go and speak to him. Uh, presumably, when you're Neymar, Not you just get to do whatever you want. Minutes. You don't have to stay and have like physio in Paris with the club. You just get to go wherever you want. And uh, it's not his sister's birthday. It's uh, he was in Sao Paulo for his girlfriend's sister's birthday. So now he extends his absences. His leaves of absences have to have tenuously be related to a girlfriend, not necessarily his. Uh, sorry, a sister, I should say, not necessarily his sister. It's his girlfriend's sister. Um, uh, and he was pictured with his current girlfriend, Bruna Marquezine, who is an actress and model in Brazil, uh, in the nightclub. On the crutches with the boot on. Now, I'm no medical expert, but I can't imagine when you're recuperating from injury that a nightclub visit, when you're surrounded by the paparazzi, getting shoved around and it's chaos. I don't think that's good for your recovery. Here we go. Curmudgeonly old Ryan Bailey. Don't go to the nightclub, kid. You're not a medical expert, so Don't go to the nightclub, kid. And you're not a nightclub expert either, because why would they let paparazzi (laughs) inside of a nightclub? That makes absolutely no sense. Well, they are. Well, they're taking pictures in there. Who's he did. His friend did. Is anyone with a fucking Instagram smartphone? What are you? So sell the this fax picture, machine? which is well, I'm looking at, which is copyright Reuters, which is taken with a proper flash and a proper ISO digital camera. Yeah, whatevs. Whatevs. Reuters whatevs, Trev, probably. Whatevs. Now we're calling Reuters. We're calling Reuters the pops. You're calling one of the highest regarded journalistic bureaus the paparazzi. I think we're. Uh, we're Outrageous. jumping on the wrong thing here. The point is, when I if I break I'm my just leg, trying to keep up I have to go to the if I go to the hospital with like a broken ankle or something, the doctor's not going to go. You know, you need to rest up, get yourself to a nightclub tonight. You really no, but he's, he might say he might say have some floor. fun. You know, take a load off. Do you expect him to sit in the house twenty four seven, Ryan, and not leave? 
I expect him not to be a massive dickhead How is this being a dickhead? How is going yeah, to a nightclub He's showing being a, a level of high respect for not only his own sister, but his significant other sister. And if you had a sister, he would probably show the same respect to her. If I were being paid <laughs> as the best paid footballer in the world, I might show a bit less contempt towards How my job. How is this showing contempt than, towards than your job, Ryan? This is... He's in Brazil at a nightclub. What is wrong it's with not that? His fault During he the got season, injured. He play. It's not his fault. Oh. He was he was made to be in a wheelchair for a day, like Stephen Hawking was for his yeah. entire life. As, as someone who has recently skyped down himself, Ryan Bailey, you should commiserate. Yeah, you should you know, know what, it's like. what he's going through. The mental anguish are he you is two, enduring. Are you two bozos saying like this Neymar. is appropriate behavior? Yeah, this is fine. Yes. Now, Neymar can do now if he, he faked the injury to go to this birthday party, as he has done in the past, that's. I'm not on board with that. But he is legitimately hurt now. He can't play. He can't do anything for a long stretch. So why not? It's not hurting anything. Yeah, you're probably right. I just think he's everything that's wrong with uh, football and Western society in general. <laughs> now, what is interesting about the, the Neymar saga right now is that he reportedly wants uh, a million euros a week. So do I. Yeah. And he's trying to get... Uh, <laughs> Or maybe not a week, but a month or something. He wants a million euros in some form or fashion. And uh, PSG, he made them come to Brazil to discuss this uh, possibility. Because he says he yeah. wants that pay, pay increase or he's leaving, uh, supposedly. That's a, that's another thing that annoys me. Come to I'm going to get the the chairman and owners of PSG to come to Brazil to talk to me. You're employed by them. You should be in Paris right now. <laughs> But he's he's the money man. Oh, they're paying you six hundred and fifty grand a week. It's an international break as well. Come on. Oh. We gotta get Ryan to a nightclub. I feel like if Ryan went to a nightclub, <laughs> he would understand why it's so amazing. Why Neymar can be there in a boot. Why Big Sam can yeah. be Ryan, champagne showering PME. When's the last time you went to a night spot where Noel Gallagher was not performing? <laughs> uh it was nineteen ninety nine. All right, we got to fix and that. And it was in your dreams. Yeah. Then you woke up. <laughs> we got to get Ryan to a Freddy to do DJ night at a Vegas club and uh, and do it right. And on that note, while we make that happen, that's the end of regular time. Join us an extra time Woo! where we'll be discussing uh, Ronaldo possibly going to China. Big Phil Scolari has some comments about uh, about Ronaldo. We'll just talk about that. We'll also talk about uh, some other fun stuff that we're not going to re- reveal just yet. So uh, join us, patreon.com slash tackle to tune in and join us, get access to extra time. Uh, thank you to our producing dynamic duo of Andrew Pissarro and Big Bobo Ooh, himself, producer El Bobo. Bobo. Uh, on social media, we are on social media, at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. On Twitter, I am at BrooksDT. Ryan, what is your Twitter handle? Uh, at some random Liverpool guy. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> Theo, how about you? At Theo Messi DT. Blood cousin to Leo Messi DT. <laughs> Not blood cousin to random Liverpool guy. <laughs> yeah, in your dreams, Theo. Uh, so that's it. Extra time or next time. See you later. Adios.
Night, night, everybody. We love you so much. Night, night, princess. Bye-bye. Yeah, I find it really disconcerting that you practice your goodnights that you use on your kids to us on the podcast. <laughs> I don't say goodnight to my kids. Yeah, he Did makes you? them listen to the podcast. This is the only time they get to hear his voice. <laughs> <laughs> Just replay that bit at the end. Uh, Thirty-nine, thirty again to hear Daddy's voice. Please don't listen to any else in it. Don't listen to the Sergio Ramos bit. No, don't do that. Don't listen to any of the words. Welcome to Extra Time, a special strong segment welcome. just for you. I say the strongest welcomes for Extra Time, for our strongest supporters. Hey. Yes. They deserve it. All right, so Extra Time, uh, it wouldn't be a, a day of the week, a, a, a month of the year without a Ronaldo transfer rumor, would it? So Big Phil Scolari is out here instigating the... Ronaldo to China rumors. Big F- China. Big Phil, as you may or may <laughs> not remember. China. Took the race to race with China. <laughs> Did I say it weird? No. No, that's, that's just, just how, how Trump says Trump it. Says it makes me love. I like China. Somebody from China. China. Uh, as you may or may not remember, China. China. Big Phil uh, is now the, the uh, well, he's the... Is he the, na- is he the national team manager? What is he? he you tell me where he is. He is something. I forget. He used to be the manager of Guangzhou Evergrande, and I think Guangzhou Everglades. I think he now does something for the Chinese national team. Uh, producer Andrew, can we get some confirmation on that? He was in um, he was in the Royal Tenenbaums and the French Connection. Yes, he did. Oh, no, he Gene, does look Gene like Hackman. that guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah Gene Hackman. He is he is Gene Hackman. Um, but so uh, Big Phil. Uh, he says, and I quote, um, yes, referring to Ronaldo, yes, he has asked me more than once what it's like to live in China. I told him everything. China. China. <laughs> I told him everything, Phil says. And we also must understand that China, well, so he's not going. That China is China for different players. Cristiano Ronaldo has his brands, is an industry, and China is the best country in the world. I told him what I always say. Oh. Whoever gets the, whoever gets the chance must come to China. <laughs> Big Phil, I love the I love the read. If it's the best, yeah, I know. Wow. <laughs> if it's the, I want to go to China. If it's the best place for brands, why are the Lewandowski's not in China? That's a good point. <laughs> That's true. It's a great point. Um. Interesting that he will say all these nice things about China when he, okay, according to Wikipedia, he extended his contract for one year in October of 2016 after his potential successor, Marcelo Lippi, was appointed manager of the national team, the Chinese national team, that is. Uh, he then stayed with Evergrande, or however you pronounce their name. Uh, they won three straight titles and then refused to extend his contract. By the well, end no, he's currently working season. for the Chinese so currently doing nothing. board. He's a but apparently of the t- government, apparently. <laughs> Um, oh, well, yeah. But I find every part of this quote hilarious. So first first things first, he says, uh, yes, Ronaldo has asked me more than once what it's like to live in China. To me, that just sounds like Ronaldo's like, hey, what's it like in China? Like, how's how's life? It's like, Phil, how many times have you ran into Ronaldo? Twice in the last three months. <laughs> what did you guys talk about? He forgot about the first time, so he asked me again what it's like to live <laughs> yeah. in China. 
That's not to say, hey, I want to live in China. Tell me about it. That's just to say, hey, how's your life? <laughs> Two, uh, I mean, uh, the next part of the quote. So he says, you know, Ronaldo has his brands. He's an in industry. So he's interested in China for that reason. Well, I think he's interested in China because Messi is making inroads in China with his uh, amusement park there, the Messi Experience Project. Remember that? He's building his, mm-hmm. his, yeah, his big theme park, his uh, candy-filled theme park. And um, It's not a theme park. It's an experience project, you ass. Yeah. So I think Ronaldo is looking to build some Ronaldo museums up in there and uh, undercut mm-hmm. Messi's Chinese takeover. Is this all just a big, uh, a, a long run, a, 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 a play to try and get Andre Iniesta to come over? There's rumors that Iniesta is going to leave Barcelona. Well, to I go think to that China, will right? happen this... because the report there mm. is that China, whatever club wants him, is, whatever club wants him, is going to buy like two million bottles of his wine that he makes. Because you know Iniesta has a winery, there you go. so to entice him to come to China, they're going to buy up all his wine. <laughs> and they just pour it in a reservoir. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Stupid. So, any thoughts? Do you guys do you guys see Cristiano Ronaldo playing in the Chinese Super League? Maybe. <laughs> Ryan, you're making a face. I just, I just don't care. Really, you don't care about? I, w- I won't. I won't care if he goes to China. That's for sure. He'll yeah. disappear off my radar. I think he would do Literally. it for six months just to do his promotional tour. Uh, I, I could see him doing that, definitely. I mean, if I were a professional footballer, you don't necessarily have an alliance to any club. Uh, you get an offer at the end of your career when you know your legs aren't what they were when you were 23 to go and get paid twice as much in China, a new city, an exciting new experience. I think I'd do it. Yeah. Why not? Why not? You'd be, you'd be better than everyone else. You know, why not? <laughs> well, and speaking of that concept... Oh, actually, I know why not. Uh, as Jose Mourinho has told us 400 times, football heritage. <laughs> that should be the name of a uh, of like a sportswear brand or something. Football heritage. The new, it's my new band's the, name. It's like a, a new line of Mino polo shirts by football heritage. Wait, did, wasn't something happening with Mino? What was Mino trying to do? Yeah, Mino, thing? well, Mino said he's trying to get Donnarumma out of Milan still. Oh, he wants to get, no, no, no. He wants to get Pepe Reina in there to take his spot. Well, no, what's going on is they're trying to get Mino on the tax on the tax tip. Oh, that's true, yeah. Mino's yeah. way too and smart And he was freaking that. out. And he was freaking out at the Italy setup for not calling up Balotelli. That, yeah. But that's old oh, hat. Uh, yeah, dude, he's embroiled in a Dutch tax fraud investigation. They they can't catch Mino. He's far too slippery yeah. for that. Literally, even in the picture, he's like, dude, he's holding an invisible cell phone, I think, in this picture. <laughs> I think his hand is just cramped in that position because he's on his phone like more than Jack Bauer, like 26 hours a day. That's amazing. All right, so anyway, you ruined my whole perfect segue between what Ryan was saying about going to another country and being the best and ending your career on a, on a high note like that. You, you rescued it right I did. back. Didn't I, yeah. I, I think I I'm right it. there. I'm right there again. So uh, here. this is something players do with MLS. Uh, I'm trying to salvage this segue, but it's not going to work. Uh, and so one of those players was Giovanni Dos Santos. Uh, came to MLS, big money from Spain, uh, Mexican international. And apparently he is not cutting it, at least according to his fellow MLS players. Uh, 
every year ESPN does a survey of MLS players where they ask them who is the most overrated uh, player in the league. And this year they voted Gio Dos Santos the most overrated player in the uh, in the uh, entire league. Uh, mm. Wow. That's not surprising because he, he hasn't done well. He, he seemed like he's sleepwalking through through his uh, time there. But yikes. I think it's a bit harsh. Do you really? Do you think he's think... been better than that? Yeah, he's been all right, and he's been uh, injured a bit, but I guess they're baking that into their decision. But what I'm trying to say is, like, it's not a shock that in a league that's very American and dominated by American players that they would have voted. And and granted, these are opponents. These are not his teammates. That they would have voted the Mexican international who's very well paid and lives in L.A. to be the most overrated player. Well, to be fair, uh, so he received 11% of the votes, and with 10% of the vote was Michael Bradley. U.S. captain Michael Ooh, Bradley. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Well, well the, the one thing I don't get from this is how can Dos Santos be voted the most overrated player in a league that Josie Altador plays in? I don't get that. Hey. Well, the, I mean, Josie and Michael Bradley both won MLS Cup last year. Are these year. some backdoor shots for that Sloan Stevens tweet reaction? <laughs> I need some Sloan time. I've got to go take some Sloan time. Ryan, very jealous of all of Josie's Sloan time. But um, the the most underrated was Montreal's Ignacio Piatti. He's decent. Uh, he, yeah, he's quite good. Um, Josie <laughs> sure. Altador, uh, also on the overrated list, was 7% of the vote. Uh, DC's Paul Ariola got 6%. Uh, Benny Falhaber and Tim Howard with 4 And Darlington Nagby with 3 Mm-hmm. So... Uh, but I mean, that's surprising that both Josie and Michael Bradley would be that high, given how well it, I mean, how well their team did last season. They had a historic uh, run with Toronto FC last season, and they were big parts Doesn't of that. that. Give you more of a spotlight to be labeled overrated. True. Though. Yeah, I guess maybe. I think mm-hmm. Ryan Bailey music is the most overrated host on this podcast. <laughs> I don't think I'm rated in any way. I can't be overrated. I think uh it, no, I saw a guy rate you once and that makes you over it. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Fair. Yeah, so who well okay, China. so that's MLS. <laughs> yeah, okay, keep saying China, but that's MLS, but uh, China. I think this will be interesting in the Premier League. Who would you say is the most overrated player in the Premier well, League? Lukaku, and do man. not say uh Pogba or Lukaku. I'm taking them off the, the table. The random guy from Liverpool. <laughs> no, are you being serious <laughs> oh. or just joking? Because producer uh, Andrew I don't know, will because leave right now if on, you're serious. Honestly, honestly, there's a bit of me that's being serious because to put him on that messy level is drastically overrating him. Even though he's already at a very genuine high level himself, that jump in valuation is overration at its core. Overration, that's a new word, I think. Yeah, overation. I'm, fucking, I'm out here in extra time inventing words. All right, so uh, Ryan, who would be your pick? If you can't, My don't overrated. say Lukaku or Pogba. It's got to be someone at Arsenal, hasn't it? <sighs> Sanchez. Lacazette, maybe? Not at Arsenal anymore. Theo's favorite. Lacazette, he's injured. Sanchez is tacos. Sanchez is an obvious one, I suppose, but yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe Glenn Murray. Let's say Glenn Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Wilfred Zaha, there's one. 
Everyone seems to think Wilfred Zaha is the only thing that can keep Palace up. I'm not convinced. I like Wilfred Zaha. Yeah, I like him too. I think he's... I like it because his nickname is Wilf, and I like that. <laughs> so, overrated player, underrated... Wait, who's that nickname? idiot that plays for Newcastle, the English guy? Dwight Gale. He's like the worst player in the Premier League. <laughs> well, there's a few. they got John Joe Shelby. He's an idiot who plays yeah, for John Newcastle as well. Dwight Gale is an abysmal footballer. <laughs> the fact that he's oh, yeah. in the Premier League <laughs> automatically makes him overrated. I still think Jack Wilshere is yeah. the most overrated, even though he's been no way. Less, Jack Wilshere, even though he's been less rated in recent years, I still think he's overrated. He's like he's like the English Pirlo. No, he's not that good. I've got a hot take he's for really you. Not. Well, yeah, go for it, Andrew. Uh, give me Eden Hazard. Scold me. We we no what we no. put this guy. Hold on, hold on. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. We put this guy on the world-class level all the time. <laughs> He's the best player in the league. Sure. You realize that Mohamed Salah right now has more goals on oh, in March than, than Hazard has ever scored in an entire season for Chelsea. Salah, Salah this season is, is by far better. I'll give you that. I'm not, I'm, not but... saying, I'm not comparing the two. I'm saying that we have anointed Hazard as one of the best players in the league, definitely going to Real Madrid. He's never scored more than 20 goals in the Premier League. Is that how his worth is measured? Yeah, though? I don't think you could measure just just by goals. I mean, I think he should but be. But he's not like a center forward. He's not still. Look, he's like, a bit flaky, Eden Hazard. He's got bags of talent. He he fades in and out. But what he is, and this is not an overration, if you will, he is the most effective counterattacking player in world football. Mm-hmm. You get him crossing the halfway line with a head of steam and numbers. He will not be stopped. He's up there, but I don't know if he's the best. Okay, who is then? If you can just make sounds and weird faces, <laughs> then I've won the argument. Uh, Marco Royce is better than him. You th- no, but he's a better website, yeah. but <laughs> He's not in the Premier League, you dipstick. <laughs> Digital Marco <laughs> Royce is better than me, Nazara. <laughs> okay. I could probably name... T- this podcast is over. You guys aren't even on my level. This is outrageous. <laughs> Well, let, let's open this up to the listeners, to our to our Patreon family, our extra time family. So, uh, in the comments on the Patreon page, go in there and let us know who who your nominations for both MLS and Premier League most overrated players would be. Tell us, and and we'll we'll see uh, who agrees I with think us. You and- can actually say. I think uh, every single Newcastle player. When we got onto Dwight Gale, let's put. A but good they're not point over. Like no Rich. one thinks no, they're maybe good, not Matt Rich. That's, that's the thing with being overrated. Yeah, you're... but even that's high praise for what they are. <laughs> yeah, no, be, like playing in the Premier League. Like, yeah, yeah, I think you need to be good, and Dwight Gale's not good. The only two players who I vaguely like on Newcastle are John Joe Shelby and Kennedy. DeAndre Kennedy, Yedlin. I think is like no. Kennedy is like a level above everyone else on that team as well. And that wraps up the Newcastle Hour. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Newcastle fans, you're welcome. Next week on Toon Talk, Rafa Benitez, <laughs> the greatest manager or the absolute greatest manager? <laughs> Mohamed Diami, is he good enough for the Premier League or will he go to China? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's it. I'm, I'm calling it. Uh, we'll see you next time, everybody. <laughs> 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 Nev, Nev, every night, 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 night,